Hi, and welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I'm your host, Kylie Gable. And this week we have a new person doing a reading for us. Um, when I put out a call for readers last time, um, one of the people who responded was a woman by the name of Faith O'Shea. And I was already a little bit familiar with her because she's worked and has befriended some of the same people I have. Sally Bend is a Twitter friend of hers, and she's worked with Devin Dickey like I have. So I had a lot of faith in her. What I didn't realize, though, was that she's actually British, which is great because when we were trying to think of projects, she gave me a bunch of ideas, but the thing that really jumped out at me was I have another author at Candy Apple Press, Pamela Harlow, who writes amazing books, and Pamela is also British, and she writes in British English. And I've never had anybody do one um, with a voiceover because I always thought it sounded a little weird for Americans to be saying words like Q and Laurie. So I said, I have a writer for you. I think this will be perfect. And sure enough, listening to today's audio, I think it's a great match. So one of Pamela's most popular stories has been University Porn Star, a story about a poor college sap who gets caught cheating um, at college, and um, his uh, professor has ways to uh, allow him to pay off his debt. I don't know that I've mentioned uh, Pamela on this show, but Pamela Harlow, who writes bi-weekly for Candy Apple Press, is probably a better writer than I am. Um, she's new to writing this genre, and she has grown a lot in her first year. If you haven't checked out her books, I really highly recommend it. Faith is a writer herself, as well as a dominant woman who... I'll have a link to her website. She does a lot of things. One of the things she does is put sissies in their place, and she does a great job of it uh, on this particular audio. So, I hope you'll enjoy this clip from um, University Porn Star by Pamela Harlow, as read by Faith O'Shea. And with a slight smack, he followed her inside and she led him through a spacious hallway towards her front room. We're just relaxing in here for now. As they entered the room, Oliver was surprised to see Caitlin Bradley, dressed similarly to Jessica, sprawled out on one of the large velvet sofas. He frowned with recognition as he looked at her, and then at Jessica again. Oh, well, you know Caitlin, don't you? Caitlin smiled warmly at Oliver. She drank straight scotch from a crystal glass. I, um, well, I, yeah, yes, I, I recognize you from class, Oliver said, addressing Caitlin. Hi. Caitlin said nothing, but smiled at Oliver as she took a sip from her glass. She picked up a packet of king-size Rizla from the side of the sofa and ripped off a part of the packet to make a roach. Jessica gestured towards the sofa next to the one Caitlin sat on. Please, make yourself at home. Do you like scotch whiskey? Oliver loves scotch whiskey. Well, he drank it with his dad at Christmases, 
and enjoyed the warm, high feeling that it gave him. Oh, yes, please, he said, aware of the obvious excitement on his face. Jessica smiled and left the room. Oliver sat down on the sofa Jessica had pointed at, as Caitlin licked the Rizla in her hand. She twisted the Rizla, plus its contents, into a large cone, and then passed it to Oliver. Would you like some pot? she asked. Oliver smiled and accepted it gratefully. He looked round for a lighter, and then Caitlin passed him a silver zippo. Oh, thank you, he said, lighting the flame with a large spliff. Jessica returned to the room holding two glasses filled with generous portions of Scotch whiskey. Glen Morangie, she said. Enjoy. Oliver accepted the drink from her and passed her the spliff. But it was strong and he was feeling it already. She took it from him and inhaled deeply. The room was filling with sweet-smelling smoke. Jessica sat next to Caitlin on the luxurious velvet sofa, and they both looked at Oliver. He was smiling, relaxed with his scotch in his hand, when he blurted out, This place is amazing. I had no idea that to be a lecturer was so well paid. Jessica almost spat her drink out from her laughter after Oliver said this. Caitlin laughed heartily along with her. <laughs> what? said Oliver, a little embarrassed. What did he miss? What was so hilarious about that comment? He started to feel anxious and wished he hadn't accepted the spliff. Jessica steadied her breathing and answered him. <laughs> I'm sorry, she said. Forgive my rudeness. It's it's just, um, academia is not where I make my money. Oh, no. Oliver moved his head, but he wasn't sure whether he was nodding or shaking it. He was confused. So, so what then? he asked, feeling as though the women were being deliberately cryptic. Uh, I make films, Jessica said, matter-of-factly. Caitlin here is my apprentice and assistant. She's one of the reasons you are here today. Oliver felt even more bewildered by that last comment, but... He was interested in Jessica's filmmaking career, where he looked around the room at the luxurious sofas, the original paintings on the walls, the enormous television, and the hand-carved, high-quality furniture. She must have made some very successful films, he thought. Well, what kind of films? asked Oliver only to be met with more laughter by the women. He was starting to get annoyed by all of their laughter. Maybe they were stoned, he told himself. After a couple of minutes of laughter, Jessica composed herself. <laughs> oh, Oliver, 
Um, we make fetish porn, she said bluntly. Oliver expected her and Caitlin to burst into hysterical laughter again at this hilarious joke, but they remained deadpan. Well, he couldn't help but open his mouth with the surprise of the declaration. Really? he asked, unsure if he'd heard her correctly. That's right. We find it to be very lucrative. Do you know why you're here, Oliver? Oliver felt nervous again as he had in Jessica's office earlier in the day. Did he know why he was there? Because of plagiarism? He choked. He wasn't convincing himself. You're here, Jessica said, to star in our next project. This is how you will keep your place in university and how you will avoid causing disgrace to your family. Oliver took a large gulp of his scotch, almost emptying the glass. She wanted him to be a porn star, he thought to himself. A, a fetish porn star. Knowing that he might not like the answer, he stared at the space between Jessica and Caitlin and asked, well, What's the fetish? Jessica turned to Caitlin to answer Oliver's question. Are you right, Caitlin? Oliver is a total sissy. He's going to be perfect for a few of our specialty videos. What? said Oliver, feeling his blood boiling as he heard his lecturer say those words. Sissy? I'm not a sissy. What the fuck are you on about? You fucking perverts. You're sick. This is sick. Sissy? What the fuck? Hush, commanded Jessica, rising from her seat and walking towards Oliver. She lowered her head towards his. If you're not respectful, I'll thrash you within an inch of your life. Do you understand? Oliver felt scared and embarrassed. He looked miserably down at his now empty scotch glass and nodded his head. Jessica sat down beside him. Listen, she said, her voice suddenly soothing. Nobody is going to recognize you when we're done with you. You needn't worry about that. There are three videos we need a star in. Each of them is specialty sissy shots, and you'll be perfect for them. Oliver felt himself getting angry again, but he bit his tongue. His lips curled as he looked around at Jessica, and then at Caitlin, who leaned back on the sofa, looking spaced out as she stared at the ceiling. Oh, my God, he muttered to himself. He looked at the door and considered running, but Jessica grabbed on to his wrist. If you even think of getting out of here, which you won't anyway, 
as I've locked the door. She paused and stared into Oliver's eyes for a long time to lock his attention. You will be kicked out of university before you can even say, sissy. Understand? Oliver nodded miserably into his half-empty glass again. Jessica took it out of his hand and put it on the large wooden table. Caitlin, she said, nodding at the young girl on the sofa. I'll leave you pair to it for a bit. You know what to do. Jessica took all of the glasses out of the room, and Caitlin stood up, looking as though she'd had a sudden burst of energy. Come on, she said, focusing her eyes on Oliver's. Come with me. Like Jessica, Caitlin had blonde hair, although hers was long and straight, running down her back. Oliver admired her locks as he followed her upstairs. So, Oliver, Caitlin said, turning to him and smiling, what's your favourite student bar? Oliver was quite surprised by her friendliness. He tried to think about what his favourite student bar was. He quite liked the one directly opposite the entrance to the building, where sociology classes were. The Angel and Greyhound. It wasn't the studentiest of student palms, but he enjoyed having a quiet pint in there with friends who had similar backgrounds. Why, they talk about sports, girls and clothes, never about university or their subjects. Well, I, I quite like the, the Angel and Greyhound, Oliver said, after waiting too long to answer Caitlin's question. Caitlin looked at him surprised, as though she'd forgotten she'd even asked, then nodded half-heartedly. Yeah, she said, her mind clearly elsewhere. It's all right in there. Caitlin opened a large door that revealed a spacious bathroom. Suddenly she smiled again. Let's go inside, she said, looking excited. Oliver turned around, considered running again, but then he looked at Caitlin's warm, inviting face. He followed her into the bathroom, and she closed the door. Oliver stood with his back against the door, and wondered if Caitlin might be flirting with him, but she was smiling a lot, and seemed to be quite high. He smiled at her and she laughed, but in a different way to how she laughed downstairs with Jessica. I've been watching you for a while, Caitlin said, still giggling as she spoke, twisting her blonde hair in her fingers. Oliver didn't know what to say as he stood in silence in the bathroom. He still wondered if Caitlin might be flirting with him. Caitlin's voice lowered slightly as she said, I find students with a certain feminine quality. Her tongue rolled around the top of her mouth as she said the last word, and she seemed to linger on it before she continued. Then, 
we blackmail them to appear in our videos. I've been working with Mistress Jessica for a while now. Oliver couldn't believe what he was hearing. Was she for real? Was this some kind of role-play? Mistress Jessica? Caitlin walked closer to Oliver, so that their bodies almost touched. Due to your bad behaviour, you're very easy to blackmail, she said, breathing heavily into Oliver's face. <laughs> we make a lot of money in this game, and the best part is, men will pay us a lot to take a sissy's cherry. And that's before we even start making the real money, which comes from selling the videos online. Oliver felt his mouth going dry, and he coughed under his breath. But he, he couldn't believe what Caitlin was telling him. But it couldn't be true, could it? They had to be joking, surely. But this was all some kind of big wind-up, a test. Why, it had to be, didn't it? Bullshit, he said, suddenly feeling confident. He laughed scornfully and shook his head. You're not going to fool me with this bollocks. Nice try. Caitlin spat in his face. Oliver wrinkled his nose in disgust and moaned. What the... And Caitlin slapped his cheek and barked at him. Disrespect either myself or Jessica, and you'll pay the price. You know that, don't you? Oliver clenched his fist as he nodded. He felt ridiculous for having been made hostage like this. He turned his head, but Caitlin slapped him again. You'd better sit down and she pointed at the edge of the bath. Oliver looked at the edge of the bath for a while without moving, and he saw Caitlin glaring at him with warning eyes. Humiliated, he walked towards the bath. He took a deep breath as he sat down on the edge, telling himself the nightmare would soon be over. Remember to do as I say, Caitlin said. Else, no more university for you, Oliver. She had pulled down his trousers and thrown his expensive shoes with his socks inside them to the side of the bathroom. Oliver still wore his stripy boxer shorts as Caitlin washed his legs with a warm flannel. Just getting them ready. Don't want any ingrown hairs now, do we? Oliver stared at the wall in front of him. He was trying to pretend that he wasn't there, trying to transport himself to a different place in his head. As though she knew what he was attempting, Caitlin slapped the top of his thigh. Ready, she said loudly, as she opened Jessica's mirrored bathroom cabinet. She pulled out a can of shaving gel and a brand-new five-blade razor. She sprayed the gel under Oliver's thigh, which felt cool against his warm, wet skin, and rubbed it around his thigh. 
She shaved the dark hair from the top of his leg with a new razor, and then rinsed it in the sink before spraying gel across the entirety of his lower leg. Caitlin removed all the hair from Oliver's left leg with a razor, and then wiped his skin with the flannel again. Wow, <laughs> she said, grinning. Silky smooth. Well, you're going to make a great sissy, aren't you? Oliver couldn't help but catch her eye as she said this. Her eyes were shining as though she were genuinely ecstatic about his having smooth legs. Embarrassment dominated Oliver's consciousness again as he looked back towards the wall. He was unable to escape into his own world as Caitlin's razor strokes tickled his legs while she made him smooth. When she was done, she suddenly pulled Oliver's boxer shorts, almost making him fall into the bath. Hey, he said, genuinely shocked and annoyed, as well as humiliated that his flaccid penis was now on show. Must be smooth. You can't have a hairy sissy, Caitlin said as she picked up a small pair of scissors from the side of the bath. She trimmed the pubic hair around his crotch, then used the razor to shave it away. Stand up, Caitlin said, standing herself. Oliver followed before he had a chance to think of doing otherwise. Caitlin twisted his body around with minimal effort, then knelt as she shaved his ass crap. She pulled his shirt above his head, so he stood before her, naked. Despite himself, Oliver felt his penis becoming semi-erect. Caitlin opened a cupboard under the sink and pulled out a large black box. She opened it and pulled out a blonde, pigtailed wig. She put it on Oliver's head, and he twisted his body back to face her in his shock. She looked down at his semi-erect penis and raised an eyebrow. Then Caitlin pulled a black skirt from the box. She wrapped it round Oliver's waist, maintaining eye contact with him as she did and zipped it up at the back. Already looking lovely, she said, patting his arse. She guided Oliver's arms into a black bra and hooked it behind his back. Then she stuffed fake chicken filet breasts into the cups. Oliver looked down to see the faux bosom beneath him as Caitlin pulled out a white schoolgirl's blouse with a pink tie attached. She guided Oliver's arms into the sleeves and buttoned up just two buttons. Suitably slutty, she said, whilst lifting her own black dress over her head. Oliver stood, dressed as a schoolgirl with an increasingly erect cock beneath his skirt, as Caitlin stood in just a bra, black panties, and black stockings before him. 
She pulled her black stocking down and explained to Oliver, We need to go white. She seemed completely unfazed by her own semi-naked state in front of Oliver. And he couldn't stop staring at the outline of her breast in that black bra. She pulled one white, knee-high stocking onto herself and then pointed at the edge of the bath again. Sit on here for a moment, she said to Oliver. Well, he didn't want to comply, but he found that he couldn't help it. He sat down as Caitlin guided his foot and leg into a white school stocking. She immediately added the second one, and then put on her own second stocking. In the box were also a pair of black shoes for each of them, which Caitlin squeezed Oliver's feet into and slipped her own into. She added a skirt and blouse to match Oliver's, and then tied her hair into pigtails which were similar to those on Oliver's wig. Oh, not much more to do now, Caitlin said, as she unzipped a small black leather bag that had been in the box. She pulled out a bright pink lip gloss and leaned over Oliver. Purse your lips, she said, demonstrating with her own. Oliver deliberately kept his lips closed, thinning them so that they were hidden. Caitlin slapped him hard across the face, shocking him so that his mouth naturally opened. Purse your lips, she said again, and Oliver followed her instruction. She applied a thick layer of gloss to his lips, then picked up the small leather bag again. Oliver looked at Caitlin's arse as she bent over the bag, she wore frilly French knickers beneath her short skirt, and they were showing quite a lot. They felt his dick getting hard. Caitlin leaned over again, and his eyes fell to her cleavage. He looked down at her breast as she drew eyeliner on the top of his eyelids. Then she lifted his head up by his chin, embarrassed that he'd been caught Staring down her bra, Oliver didn't resist as Caitlin drew eyeliner on the bottom of his eyelids and then proceeded to put mascara on his lashes. Caitlin slapped some foundation on Oliver's cheeks and around his face with a large circular pad and then dragged him up by the wrist. Neither of them said anything as she led him out of the bathroom and into the bedroom next door. Although it was obviously meant to be a bedroom, this room was filled with bondage gear. But there was a large leather horse immediately as they entered, a small cage in the middle of the room, and a huge torture chair to the right of the room. Oliver looked anxiously at the torture chair, 
and was actually slightly relieved when Caitlin pulled him over towards a leather horse. She roughly pulled his body over the horse. She was stronger than him, which humiliated him further. Attached to the horse were strong leather straps designed for bondage. Caitlin strapped his ankles and wrists to the horse as Jessica returned. Well, she was now wearing a black latex suit with thigh-high leather boots. The suit showed off her cleavage, and she wore a black necklace that reached to just above her breast. She had a cane in her hand, which she was stroking with intent. Oliver turned his head to look at Jessica, although he couldn't help but feel aroused by how she looked in her outfit. He was scared. He saw the cane and shuddered. Oh, the wig itched his head, and he instinctively went to scratch it, reminding him of his restrained wrist. He groaned with frustration. Oh, hello, Olivia, said Jessica. Her voice was deep, much deeper than he'd ever heard her speak before. He wondered for a second if it was still her, or if she might have an evil twin. He quickly scolded himself internally for such a stupid thought. Before he finished telling himself off, Oliver began to receive his thrashing from Jessica. She lifted the black, short skirt to reveal his bare, smooth, shaven arse, and struck his skin hard. Oliver screamed loudly at Jessica's first strike, whilst Caitlin opened up a video camera. She pointed at Oliver's face as he grimaced with pain and anticipation. Jessica struck him again, harder this time, and a tear rolled down Oliver's cheek. Caitlin grinned sadistically as she captured Oliver's torture on camera, whilst Jessica's strikes with Kane became increasingly vicious. She hit his bare arse over and over, making it redder and redder until it even drew blood. Caitlin caught this on camera, zooming in on his reddened arse cheeks and smooth thighs. You know, I spent a lot of time in England, but wow, there's something about Faith's accent. I think I would want to just uh, hear her read the phone book. Very sexy reading on a great story. Uh, give it a chance. Pick it up. Clips for sale. Um, it's probably your best bet. Eventually, that's going to be on Night Flirt, and I will get it posted on I Want Clips, too. But for now, Clips for Sale is probably your best bet. Um, we have a special treat coming up next week. It's... Um, I'm actually a true story. It's it's what happened to me in college, and um, I originally wrote about it in a series called Welcome to College, and I changed a lot of things to protect <laughs> some names, and also some things for dramatic license. And now that I've been uh, doing this a little longer, and I think I have a better grip on how to write a story, and 
also what needs to be protected and what doesn't. Um, I am doing uh, a new series based on the same events called College Changes a Guy. The first book is already out, and I will tell you that for I think the first time ever, we're not just going to put a clip up next week. We're going to put up the entire first book in this series, and uh, it's got a great reading by Shayla Espazia, and I think you're really going to love it. The first entire clip, not just the little bits that I normally put up, normally I put up a half hour of an hour book, this time I'm putting up the whole book. So tune in next week for that, Shayla Espazia with a wonderful reading on my memoirs called College Changes Again. I hope you have a wonderful week and a great Valentine's Day. Tune in next Monday for another episode of The Feminization Boudoir from Candy Apple Press. This is Kylie Gable. Bye-bye.